0: Bye. edition of Let Me Tell You Something, that's right, we're coming into your ear canals a lot quicker than you might have expected or even asked, but, you know, the the, the, the body language was saying one thing. I'm your co-host, <laughs> Lorcan Mullen, and with me, as always, is my co-host,
1: Simon Cross. Look, I just want to say, I'm under a lot of pressure at work, alright, <laughs> it's just a stressful time, it happens to every man, just leave me alone, okay?
0: <laughs> pay for a new earrings, you know, we'll just... <laughs>
1: Oh. <laughs> not it's not new near, new year and new level of professionalism I must say from Certainly
0: us. certainly no dry january for us. Um, but yeah, I mean last time you heard us we were very thankfully and relievedly relievedly. That's, That's not, not a, a word. word. With great relief saying ah oh, after such a hard working extreme Year of over 150 episodes being produced and uh, released. We were going to be what? able to take it easy for a six to eight month period.
1: But we both seem to have forgotten at that point that Wrestle Kingdom's a thing.
0: And Dave Meltz has gone to Tokyo. Howday! And to be fair, we're actually recording this episode at least ahead of ourselves. We're just going to make some wild assumptions here. I, think, I sent a text as soon as it was over. To you, uh, saying, well, I think I know what our first episode is going to be. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and uh, I saw some comments this morning from Dave where he just said, oh, this match is the possibly the best junior heavyweight match I've ever seen. I'm like, right, OK. Uh, I
0: think he meant it was the best junior heavyweight match to ever take place at the Tokyo Dome. I think that's oh. how he was phrasing it. Oh,
1: OK. Well, nevertheless.
0: Yes. Yes. But yeah, and he's never given a junior heavyweight match in the Tokyo Dome five stars. And as of recording, he hasn't officially given it five stars yet. But come on, you know,
1: you yeah, know, it's fine to get out and get it out so early. So there's,
0: there's a chance that this episode will never be some scared. women prefer
1: it, it's less chafing. Mm.
0: It, there's a ch- you know, anything under a certain size and it actually doesn't help matters. <laughs>
1: I'm too far away. I can't reach the other bits now. What the that's what. That's what people with large... large I, I, I've gone wrong.
0: Are you about to say talk about how women's breasts are like a bag of sand?
1: She's a wet bag of sand. You're a virgin. How does that happen? How does that
0: happen? Uh, there's been times in my life where that film has hit far too close to home. Moments. <laughs> Of course it does i host a wrestling podcast <laughs> but anyway you yourself <laughs> um yeah so we're assuming that this match between will osprey and hiromi takahashi that took place on the 4th of january wrestle kingdom show has gained five stars at a minimum from mounts because you know what he's like
1: yeah um, well the um the entrance outfits alone oh yes that
0: was my that was my first note how uh, hiromi takahashi wearing beautiful plumage
1: <laughs> it's weird it's like it's got bubbles on it it's sort of like he um juice robinson had some spare ones from his hat
0: well there were certain elements of dalton castle slash uh adorable adrian uh street in there as well i think yeah
1: whereas will osprey decided to piss off um peter and put a dead cat's head on him
0: <laughs> well i think he also did the old ray mysterio entrance didn't he like jumping up from underneath the platform or something like that. Uh, he rose from the platform. He rose, and... okay. Oh no, no, he did jump. He, he did, did jump. jump. He can't help it. When yeah. they, when they did, when the, when the bell rang, they were just sort of warming up in their corner. He bloody jumped onto the ropes and back down again. Yeah, it's
1: just in his nature.
0: Just... So obviously, this was a match that everyone was nervous about, f- from the perspective of what is. What is it in Inromu Takahashi match going to be like now? And is he just going to very quickly go towards breaking his neck again? And, and, the was, and the answer to that is it doesn't seem that way so far. This was a very dangerous match, but actually I thought it was a very uh, contained and relatively safe match for both men. I don't know if it shows a sign of maturity from both men uh, already in their careers. If they're both mm-hmm. intentionally trying to slow down. Um, but there wasn't that much head dropping. There weren't that many apron spots. There was well, has know...
1: Hiromu been in much singles action since? Well, I don't return? think he,
0: he might have not had a singles match. since. Yeah, so that's back. probably
1: another reason.
0: Well, I think it was just, but also like the, what you noticed from the Ishimori match, which was the other singles Takahashi match that we've covered in this, was and it was stuff that Chris Sabin was calling out him out on was just his recklessness with his own body. When inflicting punishment on the people, like you do, those full flush running drop kicks and just oh god when he flat when they both hits. roll
1: down the stairs, yeah, yeah. Oh, I remember bumps
0: that. That he's taking unnecessarily. There was less of that this time. Uh, he did the drop kick off the apron, which was kind of lost by the cameras because someone was standing in front of them.
1: Bloody young, young lions.
0: I don't know if it was a young lion, but it was. Well,
1: I'm just saying that Lance Archer seems to have the right idea. Just clear that
0: shit out. (laughs) Um, But the story of the match is obviously uh, that people are unsure and maybe Takahashi at, at the start was a little bit unsure of where to go and that Will Ospreay just at this moment is just the top of the division. Like The whole thing was that he'd literally beaten everyone before Takahashi made his return. You know, he was—he was—he was being challenged by Bushi for God's sake. That's how low down it had gone in the pecking order, <laughs> looking for a challenge. Um, and and because I think that this is all—I would not be surprised if this is the last match that Will Osprey wrestles as a junior heavyweight, because he's had his year bridging the two gaps. But I think he'll make a commitment now to the heavyweight division. And 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 it was making it pretty clear the next night with having Takahashi go over Jushin Liger with uh, Ryu Lee as his partner against Liger and Liger's first great rival, Sano, that this is the new ace of the division. And yeah. if Takahashi's the ace, then that would suggest that Will Ospreay's not there anymore. So, you know. No, it makes sense. I mean, you know and he has... you know, You look at it the previous year, he beat Nibushi for the never-openweight title. Yeah.
1: And he has been gaining like muscle mass, something chronic as well. <laughs>
0: He looked leaner than usual. I thought this time.
1: L- Leaner than he has, yeah. but I, I just mean it as as a general trend. Uh, yeah, like the yeah. Last... His chest yeah. like
0: there were some photos of him like from a few years back, and now his chest has obviously clearly developed a lot. I think he's he's like a Carter. He's got that lanky frame that means he can't necessarily bulk up too much, but nor does he need to because he's got yeah the, he's got the height anyway.
1: Yeah, taller men can't really stack muscle in the same way that um
0: some can, some can't.
1: Ishimori for example because he's so short his muscles look even bigger like, his muscles look big anyway like it's, it's just a
0: specimen of a man mm. Jesus
1: oh, so big but not big we're oh. not talking
0: about Ishimori Simon get your head out of the gutter but I'm just saying
1: comparatively as a body style. But
0: yeah, the story of this match seemed to be that Osprey was at his pretty much at his best and and Takashi just had to hold out and hold on. And then ultimately when he won the match it was with something unexpected. Like he threw everything at Osprey and Osprey was still able to kick out, so he had to find a new trick that he might have thought of during his time. Although it had the crowd had reaction. A bit of an improvisational nature to it anyway. Yeah. So you've got your head from this angle. <laughs>
1: The crowd reaction when he does kick... Uh, Osprey kicks out of time bomb is something... Um, it's it, it, like, The crowd were massively behind uh, Hiromu in this. Like, massively. And it's... Um, the it, One of the commentators at the match said Osprey had to... like Maybe we'll have to wear the black hat. And he does yeah.
0: a bit... Osprey remind I, I wrote down that he was wrestling subtle heel. I said it was... It sort of reminds me of the way that Bret Hart wrestles when he's in a face-versus-face match, where he'll be... He won't break the rules... But he'll be aggressive at moments. And with the Osprey, yeah. that was particularly noticeable in the early stages when he was working over Takahashi's neck. Like when mm. he slaps the back of his head after sort of riding him on the mat to just show his utter dominance, dominance and superiority on the mat. Slaps him on the back of the head, does the Shawn Michaels pose in the corner, and then when they go to the outside, he's wrenching at the neck in the guardrail, does a neck breaker on the outside, but that's really he doesn't focus on the neck for the whole match, but he does it enough to elicit sympathy and make yeah. clear who they should be rooting for if it wasn't obvious already. And there's logic behind it. Yeah, in a, yeah. A he's not being sense. Yeah, he's not being sadistic not being... about it.
1: Yeah, he's not being overtly spiteful, he's being or anything.
0: strategic about it. Yeah. You would attack a weak spot in a combat sport. You just would, but he doesn't. But not to the point. He's not like Tanahashi, just constantly going back to the neck. No, he he doesn't go back to the neck in the latter stages of the match. Mm. Uh, But this was like like you say. So many so often my complaint to the junior heavyweight matches is that it is all spot, spot, spot with little psychology in the way. And I don't think there's a lot of match psychology in this outside of that period of him going to the neck. I feel like that should be a factor throughout the whole match, personally, and it's not. Mm. But, what what it did do was tell the story. Give you the guy to root for, the guy to not root for. Not necessarily root against, like, a J-White, but just not to root for. Kind of similar to the Naito Okada situation in the second night show.
1: Yeah. Um, I would say there was... There was oh, I wouldn't call it necessar- necessarily, like... A... Start to finish thread of psychology, but one of the little acts within it was Osprey trying to get Hidden Blade off because obviously yeah. Hidden Blade. I didn't know, I, I did not realise this, but I didn't realise it concussed A Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And that was why he couldn't come out to be in Omega's corner in there in his match against Tanahashi later on because he time. didn't know who Omega was. Yeah, maybe he still doesn't. <laughs> he <laughs> gave him amnesia. <laughs> Let me get this straight. Does anyone in this wrestling promotion not have amnesia? Well, uh, it definitely does. Yeah, that's not well, amnesia. You... It's senility, you fool. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Love Futurama references. I um, yeah, hidden sense. blade, hidden blade though. Like, but he doesn't this...
0: take the elbow pad down.
1: No, but I kind of glad he didn't when he did it. It does eventually hit it because that sound was. Oh
0: Mm. I think that's gonna be his I think that might end up being his go to finisher in the heavyweight division. More so than the Stormbreaker. I think he'll have two options of it as finisher. Mm. Because it's one that he can do on anyone. I don't necessarily uh, see Lance... Uh, I don't see Will Ospreay being able to get Bad Luck Farley up for a Stormbreaker, necessarily. Well, he
1: struggled to get Bad Luck Farley up for a suplex, so that's not an exclusively an Osprey problem.
0: But the thing with an, a Stormbreaker is you need to hold them up there for a yeah. while and, and move them. It's not just a straight up-down situation. And it, wasn't, it and... was notable that he didn't get to hit Stormbreaker in this match. So whilst he kicked out of... Takahashi's big finishing move, Takahashi... And so it's like that question of how much do you protect the guy who they're probably going to push in yeah. the Am I? I would not be surprised if Will Ospreay is in the final of the New Japan Cup uh, in, a, in a couple of weeks' time, uh, having gone through a few top-line heavyweights. But to go Just back like, to... How, like a couple of years ago when Kashida beat Omega for the junior title, he beat him with a flash pin mm. instead of like taking him out and getting a submission or anything.
1: Let's go back to one of your points... Just a little bit. Obviously, Time Bomb didn't get the job done, but this new finisher, well, I think someone took, one of the commentators chucked out the line Time Bomb 2.0 got done.
0: Maybe,
1: yeah. Does that make Time Bomb like the. A, uh, the spinning, a spinning rainmaker rather than a ripcord rainmaker, if you see what I mean? Maybe I think like. I
0: think, I think it'll be something that it's like another. Uh, I think it will end up being like a lot of those. It's like whenever The Undertaker does the last ride now, it doesn't get the pin anymore. It doesn't, it's not, you know, it's just it's yeah, for the long two counts. Yeah, well... It's, uh, but... it's like to be shocked that it hasn't won the match, and it ends up not winning a match for about three years, and he's still shocked at it, you know?
1: It's one of my very biggest bugbears in wrestling, is that. <laughs> yes. As you're
0: wondering, the year 2020, we've not resolved to be less cynical.
1: <laughs> Far from it.
0: But we've got to talk about the sequence that I think will be gifted and talked about for years to come of just, you know, Will Ospreay's insane athleticism when he does the space flying tiger drop to the outside. Yeah. Takahashi evades it, grabs him in a waist lock, German oh. suplexes him. Osprey flips over, lands on his feet on the ramp, backs up a bit, sprints to Takahashi. Takahashi tries to turn it into a belly to belly throw, Osprey takes that and dives through the second and bottom rope, and immediately goes back into a charge and does the space flying tiger drop again. It's like one of those almost—you could almost do it like a perfect loop. So- GIF, <laughs> you know.
1: Yeah, I, I, am trying not office. to say every time we say the Osprey matches, uh, talk about an Osprey match, but he's not off this world. He, he isn't.
0: He, he, he probably could have been. Uh, at least a national-level um, gymnast. Yeah. He's Absolutely. clearly just got the raw athletic genet- genetic tools to do. <laughs> the and natural Hiromu's balance like, uh, yeah. and speed and body control. Yeah, and
1: Hiromu, um, I, they mentioned um, when he was in the dojo, he, he, he holds the current dojo record for the 50-yard dash, doesn't he?
0: Yeah, so that's why they incorporate into how fast and reckless his whole move set is but know? it's
1: not so reckless this not time.
0: anymore not anymore which at is the a minute relief, at the minute yes you know touch wood but what's crazy is that it wasn't even him doing a move that, that hurt him it was dragon lee sort of screwing up a, a tucked him yeah on move. and then he had to tag with him the next night mm-hmm. I, I, that's going to
1: lead to a thing down the line Well, i mean
0: that they're, they're clearly meant to be eternal rivals essentially that they will uh, yeah. probably trade the junior titles at least once, and that's why they tagged the against Liger
1: years. and his eternal rival. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I get, I, I get what they're doing, but
1: like, I think they could have played up to more on ease on that. I'm, I'm blurring days now with with uh, <laughs> wrestling. I've injected so much of it into my veins over the last forty eight hours.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, I just there were a couple of moments where I wasn't sure if um the connection or there were, there were little. Bits that didn't seem to work. There's a moment when uh, Will Ospreay's in the corner and he puts the boots up to a charging Takashi. Takashi catches the boots, and there seems to be almost a miscommunication or something. There's a little bit of a, mm. a few staggered delay where I think someone was supposed to do something that they didn't. And also, when Ospreay hit a missile drop kick, it was supposed to be right to the back of Takashi. It seems like at best he may have grazed his ear. Yeah,
1: yeah, but <laughs> considering. The, but if the camera if the
0: camera had been from a different angle you wouldn't have even noticed that.
1: Fine. The one thing I noticed, um it's not necessarily like wrong or a botch or anything like that. It's just different, but it stand it stood out because it's different. When uh, Takahashi hits a shotgun drop kick uh, from corner to corner, Osprey doesn't get like sh- blasted into the buckle. He lands short.
0: Well, I like uh, said that the that's not that's not wrong. He took no, the bump. They're fine. Starting it's, it's... Bit, they're starting to play a bit. to play a bit safer now, or at least they're they're teasing the crazier things without necessarily always doing them. Like how last year, um, the you know they'll tease doing some of the crazier spots in in some matches, like a uh, uh, or uh, Tyler Bate teasing superplexing Walter to the outside from the top rope. Yes. You know, uh, whilst Omega and Tanahashi did end up doing the the the. Dragon Superplex off the top rope spot, it was a full flip that yeah. Takahashi did, thankfully. Jesus. Um when um uh when so in this match the the big teases are things like uh Takahashi teasing trying to do a reverse run to Will willos braid to the outside. Yeah. Which our like, holds on.
1: The crowd's going, Oh god, no, please god don't. <laughs>
0: It just makes you wonder now, like, uh, to what, what percentage of times are they going to do the crazy move and how many times are they going to just tease it? Because if you aren't going to do it at Wrestle Kingdom, hopefully that means you're not going to do it in, like, a Best of the Super Juniors block match, you know? Yeah.
1: So, I, I Hopefully it's, like, a 5%, mm. maybe even less than 5%, maybe 2%, one something like that. It's just, just, just rare, just, just a hint, just a, yeah. a suggestion.
0: So yeah, the, so some of the crazier things were teased, like when Osprey got um, Takashi in an electric chair and was on the second rope. You know, you were getting nervous at that point. It, it, instead, it sort of just basically turned into a wheelbarrow, um, ranery thing. thing off the second rope, which wasn't too dangerous. Yeah. You know, like I say, the most dangerous looking thing was basically the, the bump that Osprey took off the final move. Um, yeah, and. Takahashi doing the drop kick off the apron and landing just black back first on the mats.
1: Oh, see so that didn't look too again. Camera again it didn't
0: look like, as bad as it could have been. It yeah did, like like again it didn't look like Takahashi was going as recklessly with his body and like he was onto padded mats. You know, even
1: the apron powerbomb early doors <gasps> didn't look that bad mm. because he he sort of didn't land on the corner. He landed yeah
0: on yeah, the apron. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, he does do an apron power bomb at one point yeah um also maybe they just i'm, I'm for it it's a bit
1: safer i'm for
0: it also he does a draping ddt they were saying that was the move that uh cost homra here. year yeah um again, oh yeah and the
1: ref adds drama straight away afterwards by like checking hiromu and backing osprey off
0: wasn't it Os- uh hiromu did that to osprey
1: uh, no, no, because no, after yeah, the yeah. draping DDT, yeah, um, it was, it they came check it for It
0: came after Ospreay did the diving uh, foot stomp to Takahashi when Takashi stuck his neck, his head in between the top and bottom rope. Yeah. Top and middle rope. Um. So, yeah, like, the, the story of the match is that Will Ospreay's still at his A-game and Hiromu has to fight through, and it's the ultimate underdog sort of Rocky Balboa against the Apollo Creed sort of story.
1: I, I disagree slightly. I won't call it the ultimate underdog. I call, I call it a man... Not,
0: like he's not a hundred to one outsider, but it's like, yeah. you know, he's got to beat the best on the best stay.
1: Yeah. Um, and I, I think the story comes from the fact that he's still shaking off his ring rust and yep. that's why he's being a bit more measured. Well, Maybe that, that's why he's know, like being more measured. So his... whether
0: it's just him toning it down like how Liger used to be all high flying until he had a brain hemorrhage and a few other issues in the middle. That'll 90s. do it! That will bloody do and it! And so he greatly reduced the high-flying aspects of his yeah. uh, wrestling. Uh, like, Aki Muto became a lot more ground-based in the late 90s when his knees just started to give in on him. Yeah. Uh, so maybe that's what we're going to see from takashi a slight philosophical shift. Just like I said, we've seen from Will Ospreay. Like, this isn't the Will Ospreay doing a thousand and one crazy moves in, in 2017, 2016. Mm. He's pacing and he's putting things through and he's doing risky stuff, but just in a less frequent basis, he's making it counts.
1: I think that's the biggest takeaway. I think he's gone through that, uh, extra couple of years of experience
0: and, and he's realized... realized an extra couple of years of banging his body up and thinking, well, I can't, if I want to keep going, I've got to make yeah. space these bumps out now. My recovery time's starting to become a lot longer. Mm.
1: But when Eli wrestles, for example, Tanahashi, and Tanahashi will, you would logically think from a psychological standpoint, slow the match down, and he'll well, work. We had a
0: match of the G one that um, Osprey won, so we'll have to yeah. go back and watch that and see what it is. Like I said, I would imagine at some point this year. Well, I've said he's one of my three picks to be. Uh, a first-time G1 climax finalist. It's I, I think it's him Evil or Sonada that's going to reach the G1 climax final this year.
1: Mm. Oh, I could go along with that. Sonada seems to, they do seem quite keen on um, Evil. Mm, Evil will be bottom of that list, but Osprey's definitely top. Osprey White would be interesting. Two Gaijin.
0: I don't think they would ever want to do two Gaijin final. Mm, Not for a long no. time yet.
1: True. Uh, if it was going to be a two guys in final, one of them would have probably been a mega back at some in the point, day. At
0: some point, though, Osprey has to either leave chaos or chaos has to change. Because it it feels inevitable to me at some point that a Wrestle Kingdom main event is going to be Okada Osprey. And they've yeah. never done it where they're parts of Stable the mates. Stable mates, mm. like you say. I mean, like I said, we're at the time of recording, we're before New Year's Dash, and I was saying I could see some... Big changes in the landscape.
1: Oh yeah, possibly. yeah. I'm, I mean, new, we'll discuss it, it more, in more in
0: group, or, or if there is maybe a new group somewhere.
1: Yeah, I'm sure we'll discuss it more in great depth once it's happened. But yeah, I, I I've got predictions in my head for New Year's Dash, and I think you do too. Um, in terms of like, <laughs> well,
0: there weren't predictions; there were just possibilities. I yeah, I think Ibushi might be about to make some. Um changes in his he needs partners he needs tag partners yes. he can be just with the New Japan native talent but I think they might say Ibushi wants his own team or something like mm. that and we've also got I think things could be changing in Suzuki-gun soon when they came out together it wasn't to Minoru Suzuki's entrance music I believe it was to Zack Sabre's entrance music
1: yeah So Zach was obviously he had the one who had the match the next day though so that's yeah. probably why
0: maybe maybe but, you know, I i mean, you know, it was, there were none of the Ingo Benabales actually out there with Naito at the end of the second night. Um, except for Bushi right at the end after.
1: Very late. Yeah. yeah.
0: Very late. Thanks for that, Bushi. Hey, I'm the one that came, I suppose.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So, I mean, you, know, you could let
1: Hiromu off. He had done two nights worth of work.
0: Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, I don't have much left to say about this match. Uh, Some really good near falls. Uh, Just, they hit everything kind of perfectly, except for those two slight things I was saying. A good story. I was actually, uh, at the time of recording, my note was I'm not quite going five stars, but I actually have changed my mind. I think I will go five stars for this.
1: I was also on the cusp, uh, like yourself, but no, I, I also do go five stars because... Uh, I've given, I think I've given matches in the junior heavyweight realm with these athletes, um, both against each other and separate from each other. Uh, five stars, where there has been slightly less psychology, and I think there was was yeah, more psychology yeah. this well, time. I don't so
0: psychology, but there was a story—a story that yeah. got the audience. It's kind of like a like a babyface babyface version of Ricky Steamboat against Randy Savage.
1: Yeah, that's that's a really good comparison, I I'd know. say. Um, all right, <laughs> obviously it's. Uh, <laughs> It's Hiromu getting um, coming back. It's is his neck going to hold up? Like it, this is his time. This is his moment. Again, sort it's the of best thing.
0: junior in the you know in the, yeah. in the division. Um, like I said, I think that this is this might have been Will Ospreay's swan song as a junior heavyweight. If it is, it's a hell of a way to go out. And uh, I look forward to what both of these men can do in twenty twenty. I think both of them could have very big twenty twenties. You know, injuries notwithstanding, and all that.
1: Well, yeah, such would both men stay healthy. We're probably going to be talking about them again
0: mm-hmm. fairly soon. But that's it for this one. But we do have another one next week, we're assuming. Uh, what are we assuming are we going to be talking about in next week's episode, Simon?
1: Uh, we're assuming we're talking about the main event of night one of Wrestle Kingdom. So uh, just fast forward a couple of hours. Um who knows, by the time next week comes around, they'll have put the individual matches up on New Japan Kingdom. They hadn't as of yet this morning. New Very Japan frustrating. World. New Japan World, sorry. Everything's a kingdom. I'm just, I'm just so New Japan fried. But okay. I won't be fried when I watch this match again because it was a damn good match. And it was the rainmaker, Kazuchika Okada, taking on Kota Ibushi, the golden star, the man with the hottest of hot pants.
0: Well, it seems like Okada likes short shorts as well at this point. Oh, but
1: Kota was just poured into that uniform. Yes,
0: yeah. Right. But it, was, it did seem like Okada was like, oh, you didn't like me with the uh, long shorts? Well, now you're going to get the shortest shorts <laughs> you've ever seen.
1: You're an everything-or-nothing kind of guy, aren't you, Kazuchika? Well, what about three quarters piss off? <laughs> I'm not wearing jorts. I'm not Cena.
0: Boxer briefs, you can fuck right off, but they're the best ones.
1: <laughs> Room for the stepchildren, I right, Stop myself, calling them.
0: I did get myself I did treat myself to some new boxer brief, uh, pants for Christmas. It's been very nice. It's very nice. New, new underwear for the first time in a year or so. It's yeah, it's underrated. It's an underrated experience. I have plenty of underwear before you make disgusting thoughts. I just you know. Hence, not needing to buy any new ones for a long time. But I might, I might, I might get more more new pants on a more regular basis going forward.
1: To be fair, most of the underwear you buy is used from Craigslist, isn't it? I
0: don't wear that stuff on my private, <laughs> private Simon. That's my personal collection. Whilst I'm drinking used bath water from certain. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see, there was a, a a porn star or something like that who was um, offering uh, nude photos for every hundred dollars given to Australian bushfires. I'm talking about bushfires.
1: <laughs> Wait, but at least you know that's going to charity. It's
0: going to something, isn't it?
1: Yeah, like uh, each to their own. It's... People will buy it.
0: Isn't it? Weird? Money will what go towards you, the koalas. You know, we used to think, like, wearing a Santa costume on Red Nose Day for the lols or something was was a bit too much. You know?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, oh, he's in another bathtub full of baked beans. Yeah. She's got her flaps out. Oh, I'm
0: fine. And we know Liam's going to eat them afterwards, so we're fine there as well. Hey. Who's Liam? Sweet. You don't want to know who Liam is. But anyway, mm-hmm. if you want to know who Lorcan is, you can get in touch with me on the internet via LorcanMullen at gmail.com. That's L-O-R-C-A-N-M-U-double-L-A for almighty N for neck breaker. <laughs> That's my Twitter handle, Instagram, Facebook, Let's Boxed as well. Uh, Simon, how can people get in touch with you if they want to?
1: Uh, people can get in touch with me on Twitter, where I'm so known as Simon Cross. Free, free for the number of pages of the Doolux colour charts that you saw in Hiromu Takahashi's entrance gear. Very
0: good. Well, you got us a bit earlier than you may have wanted. Refreshing your your. <laughs> <post-ups, didn't> you? <laughs> Create a worry, demand even, more even, for Even Jesus. though, even though, like I said, we're covering we're covering like two or three matches from a two day period. We are going to space these out a lot more than we were towards the end of the the. Uh, last year's 5 starathon. so you want well, content have no, all the
1: content in the world
0: <laughs> more i don't know i don't understand this it was all too much for the brit rest round table guys anyway <laughs> uh so if everything goes right this episode will have gone out on the 7th of uh, january and tuesday going forward will be our regular day of releases even before we go to the weekly schedule, we'll hopefully have some time between June and September-ish time. Woo! Although, like I said, if we started in September, given that's when the G1 climaxes. It might be ages until we get um, new content that's not five-star stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we, like we might we have say,
1: to bend our rules slightly come G1 time.
0: <laughs> mate, well, I still want to keep it weekly, if if, all, if at all possible.
1: You might get a double release on that day, though. Maybe.
0: Uh... Who's in charge of the release schedule here, Simon?
1: You, but yeah. I'm just in, I'm just floating ideas.
0: Of, who's in charge of basically everything? You make two tweets and suddenly you think you're an equal partner in this situation. I hey, shut up, man. You can't just like my retweets of you. We can't get into that much of a circle. I jerk. We're also already, retweeted. You're already I'll doing a wrestling podcast. If
1: you've look, you looked at Simon Cross Free, you'll see in my own retweet of our tweet.
0: God, it really is a circle jerk in that case. <laughs> <laughs> But there's... Oh, my God. We yeah, didn't I get, know. We didn't get enough recovery time, Simon. I know, we're back. Just when I think I'm out, they pull me back in. I've already drank two
1: Red Bulls today. I just want it to end.
0: Veganuary. <laughs> <laughs> more like the veganuary. Christ, that was terrible. <laughs> but there's nothing left to say... For this week at least. Except that my name's Lorcan Mullen.
1: And my name's Simon Cross.
0: Thank you for somehow letting us tell you something. Have at minimum we're assuming a five star week. Until the next week. Star cat with the sparkles in its eyes. Star cat with the sparkles in its eyes Always chasing moonbeams across the sky. Star cat with the diamonds on